if the idea of being an influencer is something that maybe you've thought about, maybe someone in your household has thought about, uh, it seems like the ideal career. You get a bunch of free stuff and maybe even a bunch of money, uh, but it might not be as cut and dry uh, as that. 57% of Gen Z want to be full-time social media influencers. But the amount of money to be made is actually fairly small. We're talking about this with two guests. We've got head of programming for Viral Na- for yeah Viral Nation, Paul Tellner, joining us. Paul, thank you so much for making the time. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of Edmonton. I'm there all the time, so it's great to be on your show. We love to hear that. Thank you so much. And we also have the VP of Talent for Viral Nation, Damien Scotchless. Damien, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Okay. Happy to be here. Happy to have you both to talk about this because I think that this is probably a conversation that's coming up more and more in a lot of households where, you know, the idea of being an influencer is increasingly more and more attractive. It feels like an option for a lot of people. You can take control of your career and kind of make your own money via your own deals, your own brand partnerships. Uh, But it might be a little more difficult than many people think. Paul, let's start with you. Uh, 57% of Gen Z want to be full-time social media influencers, but there's maybe not that much money to be made what's the reality of this as a career choice yeah it's a great question you know i started off in traditional entertainment where you'd go to an audition you would go pitch a show you would sort of have to rely on the traditional gatekeepers to say yes we will give you a show yes we will give you a role in a movie or a tv show or a commercial and now the reality is it has completely flipped and you know i've been following this sort of trend since early days of youtube you know really 2005 2006 and it's completely flipped the narrative has flipped the power has now moved from sort of the the media company to the individual influencer slash creator who if you do have something to say if you do want to show your talent If you do want to talk about something, you can build your audience and you can build it your way and you can control it. And of course, there's other deals to be made with bigger media companies and sort of building your brand. But, you know, it's not a surprise that that, you know, Gen Z, et cetera, want to be creators because they can control their job. They can control their narrative. They don't have to walk into a into a company and go, please, please hire me. Please give me a TV show. They can be their own TV show and they can build their audience. And with building your audience with consistency can come amazing, amazing things. But it is about consistency and it's about belief in what you're doing. And it's not going to be perfect at the beginning and you have to keep going. You know, Paul, it's interesting you talking about starting in traditional media and, and kind of comparing it to to getting a role on TV show because I think it is sort of akin to this fame that so many people seem really hungry for and the idea right. of the why behind the, the drive to become an influencer I think has a lot to do with wanting that recognition and wanting that fame. So, Damien, let's go to you. Do you think that that is, is kind of what's creating this excitement around this industry for people? people yeah i mean i think obviously fame plays into it and it is a part of it but i i really see it as a true democratization of media um i also come from the traditional media space myself on the traditional uh talent management side in hollywood and paul kind of the nail on the head here of being able to control your own destiny and not having a gatekeeper and someone saying yes or no you Mm -hmm. cannot have this you, you can or cannot have this opportunity so I actually see it as a way to be very expressive as as a creator, as an individual, uh, with no rules. Uh, you know, I, I like to throw the, around the term punk rock. I mean, it's it's really kind of a, a really fantastic DIY scene um, that's really flourished and developed uh, over the past, you know, 10, 15 years. And I think it's a little bit more to it than just the, the fame and recognition, but it's building an audience. It's what do, what do you have to say? What do you have to contribute to 
the conversation. And I think what's really fantastic with creators in the digital space is there's been able to carve out uh, spaces for audiences that that uh, can come together that you may not have thought of. You know, yeah. you know. Let's use uh, a very you know interesting example like uh, you know sewing, crocheting, knitting, uh, anything like that. There's there's uh, uh, music, music editing, anything like that. There's really niche communities that can come together and you can you can build a whole career off, off of this and it's uh, it's a very exciting space to be in and the, the main thing that i love again is this diy element to it where there are no gatekeepers you're the controller of your destiny no one can cancel you except for yourself but being it's aware, so true. Be, uh, being aware so true. I think, of, of, you know, just the realities of it is something that's so important. You know, Paul, you mentioned really needing to be consistent. What are, yeah. are some things that, that Gen Z or, you know, all generations that want a little piece of this pie, what do they really need to be aware of in terms of what it actually takes to be an influencer and to be successful? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, look, you know, you remember growing up and you would watch a TV show and you would tune in every Thursday or whatever it was to watch Friends or Seinfeld or Frasier or whatever it was. You would expect that show to be consistently on NBC or any network that you watch it every single week or two times a week or whatever it might be. It's the exact same thing when you create your own media empire from scratch. The consistency, the honesty, the authenticity, the, if you show up on a Monday, you're going to show up on the next Monday or you're going to show up every day at two o'clock or whatever it might be. It's setting a schedule that you can control. You are the president of your own television network and you are building your audience. You're that person in the boardroom going every Monday, I'm going to have my fans see what I do every Tuesday and really creating that, that repetition and that consistency and that expectation that you are going to show up to do something interesting or cool and your, your fans and your audience can follow you. And remember, if you do one video and it's great, but then you don't show up the next week or the next day, people will forget very quickly mm -hmm. and people move on very quickly. So it's about that consistency. And, you know, I say authenticity and it's a little bit of a buzzword, but it is, there is a lot of truth to it, like being yourself. I mean, you know, when you would audition for TV shows, it was a very specific role that the networks would be looking for, you are creating your own role. You don't need someone to tell you, oh, you fit into this box. Hmm. You fit into whatever box you want to fit into. And there is a place, as Damien said, for everybody online, no matter what you're doing. And you don't have to have a huge personality. You don't have to be the loudest person in the room or the funniest person in the room. You just have to be unique. And your uniqueness will bring your audience to you and you'll thrive. And I think that's really the key to it is if you're an introvert, be an introvert. If you're into coffee, talk about how you're into coffee. There's something for everyone now. But be authentic, because I think people really do respond to that in a big way. Yeah. Be authentic, yeah. Be real. Be Talk about how your day went. If something kind of wasn't so great, talk about it. Be real. The audience wants to see something of themselves in their favorite creator. They want to identify something and be like, oh my God, I experienced that too. That reminds me of myself. Damien, you're the president of talent for Viral Nation. Does talent look different or do you anticipate talent looking different with the the acceptance or maybe the mainstream nature of AI? I mean, there are virtual creators now that aren't even real people. So is this industry one that's, that's safeguarded from that or not? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely headed uh, that way. And, you know, we do see these AI creators um, today. So it's going to be very interesting to see how... Uh, those that specific genre pans out, uh, you know, but when it comes to AI, you know, it's actually really great. Um, sort of a great segue into a product that uh, Viral Nation uh, is uh, currently using called Secure. And what that is, is a social media background check tool. So for us on the uh, talent side and the buyer side and selling side, it's actually very, very helpful for us 
to make sure that creators are safeguarded and as well as brands. So being able to find questionable things that uh, maybe at a certain point in time were socially acceptable that are no longer socially acceptable um, and uh, being able to either delete those things or make them aware of that and also make sure that the brands know that what they're getting is a creator that they have nothing to be um, nervous about, uh, which does, you know, up until then did happen somewhat frequently. I've been doing this for quite a while. And, you know, I've gotten the midnight phone calls from uh, brand clients being like, oh my God, I cannot believe I found this post from 2013. And it says this, and then we have to have a whole um, strategy session on how to uh, counteract that. So with the AI that, that we have via secure, it's going to take away all that stress. And it's uh, it's a real game changer. So you don't necessarily think that AI is a threat then to this industry or to influencers as a whole or influencer culture? No, I mean, it's uh, it's something to certainly be aware of, but you know, going back to what Paul said that I wanna echo is the authenticity. Certainly machines can figure out how to be authentic of, of sorts, I suppose. <laughs> but at the end of the day, people connect with people and connect with humans. And that's one of the main, uh, you know, sort of base elements of, of this, this landscape that we have. It's people connecting to one another and, and again, finding their, finding their tribe, finding their community, finding the people that they connect with. And, you know, while AI could create really amazing creators, really amazing content, uh, I think it's only going to help make content be produced faster and more efficiently. Uh, certainly, that's a really positive use case for AI. But I don't think it's necessarily going to eclipse what the creators are doing because, again, this is a human-to-human contact, and that's the uh, what audiences really identify with. You know, again, you find your like-minded people that that you want to be a part of and build these communities. And we have, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of micro communities out there with the digital landscape today. And certainly, yeah. Having, and just to, yeah, go ahead, Paul. Oh, sorry. Just to just to add on to that, you know, you go to a conference like VidCon, which is like the biggest creator sort of focused, you know, conference in the world where fans and audiences get to actually meet up with their favorite creators. You see the digital world come alive in real life. It's an IRL experience where you see all the different communities for all of the creators who they love, literally chasing them as if it's Justin Bieber or the Beatles, <laughs> and they're running after them, trying to get an autograph, trying to get a uh, you know a selfie, whatever it might be. And it's incredible because you see it come alive and you see, you know, if someone loves a certain type of creator, they're dressed a certain way. They're wearing their merchandise. They're wearing their T-shirts. They're, you know, they have products in their hand that they want autographed or, you know, from their favorite creator. So you see it kind of come alive. And what it means to me and why I think it's actually so positive and so special is remember when you were in high school and you'd be like, you just can't be who you are. You want to, you're into skateboarding, but you feel like you can't talk or you're in here. Everyone, there's a place for everyone. It's so inclusive. It's so fantastic that if you're into something, you will find other fans who are into it via your sort of captain of that fandom, which is your favorite creator. And they will lead you to something amazing. It's very kind of empowering and exciting that everyone now has a voice and feels like they belong. And it's, it's never been better in my opinion in terms of belonging and inclusivity. Well, your excitement about it is certainly contagious. And uh, I think a lot of great messaging for for people that do want to pursue this career. As we said, 57% of Gen Z want to be full-time social media influencers, but it goes much beyond that too. Millennials, boomers, I mean, so many people want to, to take part and have that voice and have that platform to share whatever it is that makes them unique. So both of you, thank you so much for making the time to, to talk about this, the realities of this industry. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having us. Damien, you've got a great radio voice, I have to tell you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you, Paul. The love. The you're well, you're well, you're, you're, of course. <laughs> this is a big congratulations Thank session now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. That's Davian Scotchless, VP of Talent for Viral Nation, and Paul Telner, head of programming for Viral Nation, talking about the realities of being an influencer. If this is something that maybe you're thinking about, or maybe your, your teenager, maybe your kid is thinking that, hey, this is a career that I really want to pursue. Some more detail for you.